Then I will tell my brothers and sisters about you. I will praise you in the public meeting. The word of God for the people of God. All right, today we have a really special treat. Um, Peggy King has uh, agreed to share her testimony with us. Um, we have a chair for Peggy up here. Um, and uh, anyways, she'll be up here in just a second. First thing, happy Father's Day to the Father and to my brothers and sisters in Christ. Ah, this is how I fight my battles. God is so good. You know, I have been through quite a bit. I've had several um, illnesses, but God is good. He has brought me through many, many times, and he's not finished with me yet. I couldn't even raise his arm. I didn't have any surgery. This is God. This is God. He is so good. I praise God for even being in a praying church. This is a praying church. I had so many people standing in the gap for me. Don't ever stop standing in the gap for your loved ones and for, the, your, for your fellow brothers and sisters in Christ. He has been such a good, good God to me. He has helped me through so many trials and tribulations, and I'm sure I've got more to come, but I know who my help comes from. I may felt like I'm surrounded like the, like the song said, but God is so good. And he is taking all of the prayers of you people. He's taking all of these prayers as sweet incenses to him up into heaven, into his throne room. And he said, okay, this is my daughter. I will take care of her. So I praise God right now for this opportunity. Uh, I don't do a lot of speaking. And I've got so much to tell. So you need to wait for the book to come out if you need the rest. Love you. <laughs> Thank you, Peggy. Let's, let's give Miss Peggy one, one more just hand. It can be really nerve-wracking to come up in front of your church congregation and speak, but Miss Peggy shows no fear. <laughs> she, she knows none, um, and, and it's, it's, it's really wonderful to have a, a, a wise, spirit-filled, love-filled, just saints come and share with us. And, and really, it's not just Peggy. That's everybody who's in this room. Anybody can do that. Anybody can. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. I'm going to be talking about the importance of a testimony and what a testimony, a testimony is. Um, and, and it's such a blessing. But first, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father God, we thank you so much. So, so much, Lord, for being with us today. Father, we thank you so much for helping us along in this service, Lord. Um, some of us who are working it. Um, Father, you are good and you provide. And, Father, you have poured out your love time and time again. Father, we know 
that you have never failed us. Father, we know that you will never fail us, Lord, and we praise you for that, Father. We praise you, Father, for your holiness and your goodness. Lord, please be with us today. Father, fill this room once again, Lord, just with your Holy Spirit. Father, please let the words of my mouth be yours, not mine. And Father, if there is anything that comes out of my, my mouth that, it, that, it, that is not of you, Father, please let it fall on deaf ears. Father, don't let my shortcomings be a stumbling block of anybody who's in this room. Father, we know that you are good, and we know that you are just big and beautiful, Lord, and we're going to praise you here today. We love you, and we praise you, Lord. Amen. Okay, and so I'm the youth director here. I have a really, really great privilege of being able to go to camps every year with the youth. It's, it's a really, really fun time. Some, some people don't like camp. My wife is not a big camp fan. You know, some people come to camps and they see, they see the, the, you know, the cafeteria and they see the bunks and they see, you know, oh, I'm going to be here for four nights. You know, and they see all of it and they think, I'll pass. <laughs> you know, um, I love camp. I love camp. At first, I was really sketchy about it, but I, I, I'm, I'm really grateful that I get to go. We just got back from our middle school camp last Sunday, um, and we're getting ready to go to our high school camp next month. And the difference, one of the big differences with our high school camp from our middle school camp is that in the high school camp, high schoolers get to share their testimony in service with their peers which is a really beautiful thing. I've seen some really powerful testimonies. You would not believe the lives that some of these kids have lived. But also you would not believe the way that God has carried them through them. Despite so many challenges, obstacles, setbacks, God carries these kids into life on his ground and his foundation. And God does that for everybody who calls on his name. And it's important for us as believers to share that with others. Whether they're believers or not, it's so important for us to share that with others. And so often whenever we think about what a testimony is, we think of a salvation story. That's typically what we think of. If I was to, you know, sit down and say, you know, Luke DeSico, would you give your testimony today? The first thing that would pop into Luke's mind would be his story of how he came to know Jesus. That would be the first thing that would pop into his mind. And that would probably be the pop first thing that would pop into everybody's mind here. And true, really that's true. If you have a relationship with Jesus Christ, you have a testimony about him. Because if you have a relationship with Jesus Christ, you have salvation through him. And if you have salvation through him, then you have a testimony about him. As Paul writes in 2 Corinthians 5.17, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away, and behold, the new has come. So in becoming a new creation, Christ works in us to become as we ought to be. Loving God, loving others, and living a righteous life. And that is a testimony to God. That is a testimony to God's goodness, God's grace, God's love for us. And that is a way for us to share with other people who God is. Um, but really, if you have a relationship with Christ, you have a whole lot more to talk about him than just your salvation story, right? I mean, you have a relationship with others. You know, you have a relationship with your friends or, you know, with, with you know, 
coworkers or that, you have more to tell about those people than you do about the time when you just met them, right? I mean, I have a whole lot more to tell about each of these kids than I do the first Sunday I was here. <laughs> I have a story about every one of them for every Sunday. <laughs> um, and I could testify to each of you about it, all of them if you'd really like. A testimony doesn't have to be a salvation story, and it doesn't have to be a real sit-down, long, deep conversation with somebody about what Christ has done for me and why you need him too. There's places for that. I believe that that is an incredible part of evangelism and sharing about Jesus with other people, but some people aren't as receptive to that. Some people have maybe a bad history with the church. Some people grew up non-religious, and they don't want anything to do with it. They may not be as receptive to that. So how can we share our testimony in another way? Well, let's say that you picture yourself, right? Just you are you, right? And let's say that you have a son. You know, I don't know how old you are. You know, just picture yourself having a son, right? Um, and let's say that that son just up and left. You woke with his girlfriend in California or something. You don't know where he is, but you as a parent are going through a hard time. And so let's say now you're yourself still. Let's say you're having lunch maybe three weeks later. You still don't know where he is, right? But you're having lunch with a friend, and this topic comes up. You know, your friend asks you, have you heard anything about your son? And here's what you can say. You can say, I'm going through a hard time right now because my, my son just up and left us, and it hurts, and it makes me feel unwanted as a parent. I've been praying a lot about it, though, and I have faith that God will see us through. He's carried us through other situations, and I know that he's going to carry us through this one. That's a testimony to God. It's a testimony to God in a hard time. It's a testimony to God in a place where you may not see the end where you are. But it's an also a testimony that faith is something to be had, that hope is out there, and whoever you're talking to is going to see that. They're going to see that there's hope. They, you may not have shared just the whole full-on gospel with them, but they know just from you sharing that much that if they're going through something, they can pray. That there's a God out there somewhere who's listening. Maybe I can pray to him too. Maybe they'll ask another question after that. God will carry you through. I mean, like, what do you mean? You know, maybe that's what they ask you next. You could share more, right? Sometimes we don't have to go full-on evangelism. And so, and this is not a substitute for sharing, you know, testimony. You can't go through your life only sharing these kinds of testimonies. There are going to be times and places where you will need to sit down with somebody and God may have moved you to share the entire gospel with them. But sometimes this is what God's calling you to do. And so we need to be just aware. I, 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 I get questions, you know, sometimes from youth, like, what is a testimony? You know, like... How can I work on mine? You know, how, how can I do this kind of stuff? And I, and I could tell them the traditional, like, well, your testimony is your salvation story, and let's work out your testimony. You know, let's see, you know, where you came into a relationship with God and what he's been doing in your life since and, and all that. But also, just telling people about God. That is a testimony. He's done something in your life 
He's done something in my life. Let's tell other people about that. Now, I would say, just a note, sharing your testimony is not a lecture. It's not a lecture. Sometimes I can mistake myself, myself you know, I could, I could fool myself into thinking like, I need to lecture these kids. You know, I need to tell them about Jesus because they need it right now. I'm kidding. I have a wonderful youth group, right? But, I mean, there are, some, there are some times in my life where I can get in that state of mind. Ooh, they're doing something wrong. They're doing something bad. They need Jesus. And you say it kind of spitefully. You see them, hey, say no more. I'm going to pray for you. You know, you, <laughs> you go home and, and really, I mean, you might need to be the one that needs the prayer in that situation. Or I might be the one that needs the prayer in that situation, right? Um, and this especially is for non-believers. Like, you know, if you're... If you're talking to a non-believer, that may be really more hurtful than good for them to hear that, oh, this really self-righteous person is going to pray for me. Okay. Um, and so we need to be guarding ourselves against that. It's really easy to do that. It can be real. There's all kinds of things that go on in, in, in the world. We see so many things about abortion and all these things. It's really easy to say, you know, these people are doing evil things. I'm going to pray for them. But if we're not coming from a place of love, if we're not coming from a place of understanding, and if we're not coming from a place of wanting people to join into a relationship with Jesus Christ, we're coming from the wrong place. We're coming from the wrong place. If our mission is not the mission, then our mission is nothing. And so I, I want to talk about just how important it is to share a testimony. The world we live in is dark and chaotic. It's dark. We see terrible stories about abortion, war, murder, and hatred every day. Every day. It's, it's on the news every single day. There are days when I can't even watch the news. I can't deal with it. I can't deal with the, the latest awful story that's happened. <laughs> I need God to get me through it sometimes. It's, it's, it's too much. And Paul and Jesus both refer to the devil as the ruler of this world or the God, lowercase g, of this world, right? Paul and Jesus both refer to him as that. Others may know that we live in dark times, but as followers of Christ, we know that there's something deeper going on. We know that there's something darker happening, and we know that people's souls are at stake. But I believe, and I know that you believe, that any time the truth about Christ is spoken, the enemy curses in heaven's ears. It puts fear into the heart of darkness, and it glorifies God anytime we speak the truth of Jesus Christ. Anytime. There's a war to be fought and already won, but there, we, have, we have a place in this. We have things to say. We have a gospel to share. And it is so important that we share it with those people that are in our lives. We may be nervous about it sometimes, but then we need to pray for courage. Because just because we're nervous about it doesn't mean that it can't get done. It's so important to share the gospel in this world. I don't think, I don't, I can't imagine what my salvation story would be like if I never heard the gospel from somebody else. I can't imagine it. I can't imagine, maybe there would be a Bible laying around the house, I don't know. But I'll tell you what, there was a Bible laying around my house for a long time. But until my mom opened it and t told me what was in it, I had no idea about it. My mom doing that testimony whenever I was six and I had a really hard time with lying. I liked to lie my way out of everything. Boy, I tell you, my mom testified to me about Jesus. 
or being 16 and being in high school, and I had a preacher who was also my English teacher. And you know school rules. He couldn't really say too much about God, you know, because that's against the rules these days. But I could tell by the way that he lived his life that there was something out there that I needed to know. And that's my last point. You guys are thinking, finally, he's over. It is one thing to say a testimony. But there's another testimony that's always speaking, and everybody has one, and that's a lie. Your life is going to be one or two things, and my life too. It's either going to be a, testif- a testimony to Jesus, or it's either going to be a testimony against Jesus. There's not an in-between. Everything we do matters. Every thought we think matters. We may only gossip to our closest friend. And whoever we're gossiping about may never hear a word of it. But our gossip is still a testimony to that friend that we're gossiping to. And it's a testimony against Jesus. I may say the right things around my classmates. I'm a student at UCO. But God knows the thoughts in my mind. And unless I'm truly acting in love and in the spirit of God, my testimony is void. It's void. I could tell all my classmates about Jesus, but if I don't do it with, the, with, the, with, the, with godly intentions and with love in my heart, my testimony is nothing. God will look at me and say, you talk, Will, but my spirit is not in you. You don't know love, and therefore you do not know me. Your testimony is against me. If I don't have love in my heart, I don't know God, and I can't share God with others. Everything matters, and we must give it to God. And so I'm going to read this beautiful, beautiful passage out of 2 Corinthians 4, it's verses 1 through 6. It's so beautiful. God is so good, and it's such a privilege to be able to read it here today. Paul writes, Therefore, having this ministry by the mercy of God, we do not lose heart. But we have renounced disgraceful and underhanded ways. We refuse to practice cunning or to tamper with God's word, but by the open statement of truth, we would commend ourselves to everyone's conscience in the sight of God. And even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing. In their case, the God of this world, the devil, has blinded the minds of the unbelievers to keep them from seeing the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. For what we proclaim is not ourselves, but Jesus Christ as Lord, with ourselves as your servants for Jesus' sake. For God, who said, let light shine out in the darkness, has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Would you bow with me? Father God, we have such a calling. Father, we have such a mission that you have given to everybody in this room. Father, you have spoken into our lives and you have spoken truth. Father, you have spoken love. And Father, you have spoken a command to take that truth and that love out into the world. Father, we are commanded to love others, not sparing a single one. Father, you have commanded us to give grace to others, not sparing a single one. 
Father, you have commanded us to preach the gospel to others, not sparing a single one. Father, you have called us to forgive others, not sparing a single one. Father, there is a salvation to be had. And we have the gift, the honor, the privilege of being able to share that gospel, that salvation, that love, that goodness that you have with others, Lord. Father, equip us. Holy Spirit, come alive in us. Work in us to do your work. In the name of the Father and the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.